It's iconic. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready, cause you're gonna get ready. <laughs> I gotta get ready to get ready. Get ready, cause getting ready. <laughs> this song never goes anywhere. <laughs> well, you get, you're not ready yet. Look, it's conveying, I know, I gotta get ready. It's conveying its central point, which is get ready. My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to recall the events in a film that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about Dude, Where's My Car? Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. Gosh, we're gonna talk about Dude Where's My Car. I'm so excited. I, I thought about yeah, we gotta we should do the Dude Where's My Car. I wonder if the other two guys have seen this movie. Because it wasn't on a list and never been brought up before. I just kinda wanted to watch this movie. Oh man. Like, you wanted to watch Dude Where's My Car? I an excuse to watch so Brad, Dude are you Where's saying you're excited to see this movie? I am I am very excited to see this film. <laughs> Alright, so right from the beginning. We got Ashton Kutcher, yeah. mm-hmm. Sean Fresh William- off of 70s show. Yeah. Okay. Fresh Sean off. William Scott. Fresh out of American Pie. Uh, Jennifer Garner? Yes. 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 Um, Anyone else? Yes. God, I that think girl, I ran out. The girl is the girl from two movies that I can't remember now. Which girl? The, the well, other it's not Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Okay. So they're two girlfriends. Jennifer Garner oh, yeah. is one of the girlfriends. I thought the girlfriends yeah. were they, but they, I thought they were dating twins or something. Nope. Nope. They're two different ladies, and that girl is from a movie called Sugar and Spice that I really like. Oh, a cheerleading movie. And yeah, and um, another film that I think we even brought up on this podcast, and I can't even remember. She might have been the best friend to um, Renice, Reese Witherspoon in Pleasantville, and I just can't remember who she was. Okay. But either way, there's two two girls, so they wake up and. They had a raucous night. Yes. No, but do you get to like see the party at no, all? No, no, you, you don't get to see the party that. at all. It yeah, opens just... with just them waking up to like a destroyed yes. house, and and it was yeah. at their girlfriend's house that they threw this party. No, it's their. Well, they wake up at their own party at, at their own house. I the girlfriends was their... come to the door. Oh, the girlfriends are, are the first ones to knock on the door and to greet them. Okay, so the girlfriends come into the house and they see it's destroyed, right? Yes, but before that, Sean William Scott, I think, takes like a, a massive piss and he just like keeps pissing. Oh god! <laughs> like, <there's> a <laughs> just, and then Ashton Kutcher's watching like monkeys do something on a television. So these characters are just flat out dumb. Yes, they, <laughs> they're like the dumbest. They characters have like in a fridge full, that only has pudding. Like, that's yeah. all that's in their fridge. How but, do you guys remember this stuff? <laughs> because this movie's great. Because when I saw this, I was like, I really want a fridge full of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that fridge full of pudding, uh, there's payoff to that um, okay. later in the film. Oh, I don't even remember that. I just remember the fridge full oh, of yeah. pudding. Um, so, yeah, they're waking up, and they're just seeing stuff. There's, like, trash all over the floor. The whole place is racked. The pudding shows up. Their girlfriends start to help them clean up, I, I think, like yes. right from the beginning. Yes. Or they clean up because the girls are coming over, and they open the door, and they see that like even the outside is completely Oh, trash. they are cleaning up because the girlfriends are coming over. Okay. Yeah, because that's why I thought it was the girlfriend's house, because I thought they, they, they thought they ruined it, mm-hmm. and they wanted to fix it up. And I, think, oh. and I think it's their birthdays. They share the same birthday. 
And that's why oh. you maybe you think they're maybe. twins. But they just happen to coincidentally have the same birthday. I do remember there's a scene where they like get everything into giant, giant, like heavy duty garbage bags, and then like they poke a hole in it. They're like carrying it together. They poke a hole in it with something, I don't remember, and it just like starts leaking everything like all over the carpet. These characters are just stupid. Yeah, but it's funny. They're like they're they're lovably stupid. This is just they're not like, like doing anything wrong in the world. They're just bad things are happening oh, around God. them. So the la- the girls come to their house and I think they have to get ready for their birthday party and they say they, they say that they got really good gifts for them but they didn't get good gifts they don't they, don't, they just oh. made that up on the spot so they're they're, they're expecting so this is something. like a real problem yeah compared to the last movie that we did <laughs> so there's a lot of problems payoffs stakes things that happen in this movie I, I remember, like the whole universe is in the balance in this movie but, but I swear to God this correct. movie came out like a year later or like the same year. As uh, almost yeah. famous, so I think maybe like moments after the girlfriends leave, I think that's when we meet the two bros, and there's these two alien guys who they're have like sweet from glasses. Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're from like another planet, big, like, but they are Swedish. Actors. They're like sweet. Yeah, they have Swedish accents. Yeah, they're from another planet though. They're aliens. Yes, there's, yes. There's two alien species. Yep, in there's this two film. different aliens. Okay, <laughs> so we start to gather that something happened the night before. Well, yeah. Well, yes. They, they can't remember. I think their I think their car's gone or something. Yeah, uh, they might not know where their car is. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't even think they know that at this point yet. No? I think they meet those two guys, and the guys want something called. Do you remember what the name of the thing is? Because I do. And I'll, I'll, nope, I have no the idea. The Continuum Transfunctioner. Oh uh, yeah. And we're gonna count the times that they say that in this movie. Okay. I think it's Jeez. gotta be like fifty times. And it's probably like the Swedish people are the most annoying when they say it. I actually really like these two actors. Really? I think they're fun. Yeah. Okay. They're kind of as dumb as Dude, Where's My Car? Which I'm going to call them now. I'm going to call them Dude, Where's My Car? Whenever you're referring to just the two of them? Yeah, when I'm referring to the two of them, I'm calling them Dude, Where's My Car? So they're That's just... okay because they're together all the time, so it's probably <laughs> yeah. good to just call them Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah, I, I, could, I'm gonna, I could make a bold claim and say that they are never not in the same scene at the same time. That could be wrong, but I'm going to go make right, that. Yeah, write I'm it down. Make a bold write claim. it down. We'll come back to it. Yeah. And then I think they meet up with the Fembot ladies... Were the other alien race? Yeah, that's just, right. We're just three babes chicks. with ponytails. Yep, and they also they want to have sex with them. I think they want to give them oral pleasure. Is what they keep saying throughout the film. Do they ever get that? They they have a dream sequence where they get it. Oh, <laughs> but they don't actually get it. In, that's in, a little disappointing in, in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think Sean William Scott is in Ashton Kutcher like knocked out at some point, and they're imagining getting the oral pleasure. Okay, but they never actually get it in. <laughs> so I feel like they do notice that their car is missing. So here we go. Right from the beginning. Dude, where's my car? Where's my car, dude? Dude, oh, where's my God. car? Where's How your car, How many times do they dude? say that? Dude, where's my car? <laughs> I think they say that like probably eight times. <laughs> where's your... And they're looking like, I don't even know, and they're looking like down the street and the camera, you know, hands down. Like, where's this car? Which one, okay, which one owns the car and which one lost the car? I think it's Ooh. Ashton Kutcher's car. Sean William Scott is saying, where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Okay, I, I will believe I believe that. The order of events could be wrong. Either they meet up with Christy Swanson right away, who is just like a super hot babe that just like is in the school and she just exists in the world. And they it's something that they fawn over. Christy Swanson is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Oh, okay. And um, she has a couple of bros. One of them is her boyfriend. And they have a sweet monster truck. And they're kind of like, <laughs> they harass the dude wears my car throughout the whole film. They harass them. Okay. 
Wait, I, I might have missed something. These bros are not the Swedish guys? No, there's, no, there's these a are different, different set of bros. There's two There's two bro sets. There's, there's two bro sets, yeah. There's two <laughs> sets of bro sets. <laughs> <laughs> what the solution is for them is they need to get high again. I think that's where the movie really kicks off. So they think if they get high again, they'll remember they'll, where, they'll remember they, where like the what car happened was the, the night before. And I, I'm forgetting, I think it might be Harlan Williams... Could be. But I'm forgetting because there's, there's cameos throughout this entire film. I'm sure, yeah. And they're like one after another. We already had like three three right there. And they get high with him in his backyard. He's kind of like a love guru. He's like wearing the same outfit as like the Hindi pot smoking okay. people who like, they, and they end up doing it. And then... There's a scene where they get, where they find out that, I don't know what they're wearing. They're wearing tracksuits at one point. At one point, they do get sweet tracksuits, yeah. I remember that Because listening... they've already paid for them. There's a moment where they're like... Yeah, they have they a had card. To, they had somehow had money. Oh, yeah. they have like a receipt. Uh, I don't remember when... I think this is right in the beginning, though, but they like listen to their answering machine, and it, there's like all these cryptic messages that got left from the night before. So it's like that's kind of where they start trying to piece everything together. Yeah, so the whole movie is them trying to figure out what they did that night and where their car is. Like, yeah. They have no idea what's going on in the film. They had, like, okay. they had, like, blacked out. They had done something yep. so awesome. Uh, and I do think maybe they have, like, a funny answering machine, machine message, but I don't know what it is. Oh, like the recording for them yeah. on the machine? Probably. And you might even hear, like, the Swedish guys and the babes call the phone. Right. Before you see them. Well, and I think the girlfriends also leave a message, like, yeah, that they're, they're coming upset over. or something. Yeah. yeah. So, I, don't, I don't even know if they're upset. <clears throat> they're just saying that they're coming over and their, their birthday's happening. Okay. I, I thought the tracksuit scene kind of happens, like, early on. So things start to, to happen in Dude, Where's My Car, where, the, where they, like, get a little piece of what happened, and they go investigate that piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they go to get the tracksuits, and that's the scene where they also find out that they both got tattoos the night before. Yeah, but, but dude, what does mine say? It's, it's another moment where it's just, like, <laughs> them repeating the same lines back and forth. Because dude and sweet. Sweet, yep. Dude, what does mine say? Sweet. What does mine say? Dude. dude. What does mine say? Uh, and then they get mad about it. <laughs> what does mine say? <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's so funny. This movie is so funny. I saw this in the theaters. It was Are you great. serious? Oh, yeah. I had a bunch of friends. I wife. definitely I, did not see I this I had just theaters. gotten my license. Oh, I man. rented this from Blockbuster for sure. Took my mom's minivan, filled it up with some friends, and we went to the mall, and Dang. Saw dude, where's my car? Had a great the, time. I feel like that's wow. the way you were supposed to see this film. It's filling a minivan full of friends and going to the mall. And the, the theater was packed when we saw it. This movie was <laughs> killing well, This was it. one, yeah, that like it made a lot of money. Yeah. And it, it looks like there's money on the screen too in this film. I okay. I will not I don't believe that. Oh, well, there is. There's, I believe there's money maybe in like the actors that are in it, but yeah, I well, think the, the movie. That's a lot of it too. It, right, right, sure, I I can buy that, but like the movie doesn't look like it's I, quality. I, I don't know. They get animals in this thing. They have CG. They do oh, so many crazy things that happen. They do have animals in this movie. <laughs> we'll get to that. Don't spoil that. Okay, part. all right, all right. It's like right. one of the best scenes in the movie. <laughs> it's the best scene in the movie. <laughs> There's so many. It is. I now I remember that scene is amazing. There's like ten best scenes in this movie. <laughs> oh god. Before we get there, I think they go to a strip club. Am I wrong about that? Does that happen? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought for some reason they wind up at a strip club. Okay, so what happens at the strip club? They get more information, and I think they get something that lets them get the tracksuits or something like that. Because they go in there, and everyone loves them. Like, as soon as they open uh, the door, 
everyone in the strip, or maybe it, it could be a bar, it might not be a strip club, right. but everyone knows their name. Hey, it's... It's, it's, those guys. Two, it's the two, it's guys. two guys from last night. Ted and Elvis. It's Duber's my car. Yeah. Hey, Duber's my car. Hey, hey how are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, we're doing pretty good. Every, oh, last night was really fun, huh? Okay, what happened last night? <laughs> That's they kind of like traffic. <laughs> you guys were off the chain. So what did we do? Did they say that back you know, when this movie was made? They probably did. They've never not said it. <laughs> <laughs> if, as long as dogs have been on leashes, things have been <laughs> off the chain. <laughs> Uh, and then they, they do get sweet tracksuits. You're correct. Where do I where do I think things happen? They keep running in up with the brosifs and the fembot ladies. Oh, so you the, also the for- alien brosifs. Yep. Okay. You also forgot there's a group of geeks, as well in a minivan. Oof. That, like, keep that's, re- that's a third group okay. that's trying to get them. Yeah, well, that's the cult that comes up. The cult, oh. yes, the cult. Because uh, the girl from 24 is, like, in, she's oh, in the cult. Oh, yeah. Alicia Cuthbert's in this movie? Um, yeah, whoever talks to the, the main guy. Oh, Chloe. Oh, uh, the girl, uh, uh, Chloe. Oh, 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 oof. Um, I don't know it. her name at she's all. She's so pretty. Yeah. Too. But she's um, in this movie. Yeah, and she's, she's hilarious. She is very funny. Oh, wow, this is. She was really good in that Weezer music. <laughs> Back in the day, yeah, uh, the was good I, life, good life, yep. Oh well, we'll leave that. Well, to the it's the actors from the from the Weezer music video, the good life. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up going through a drive-through, a Chinese drive-through. Oh, oh see, it is God. So Here's a third instance of miscommunication. <laughs> so this is this movie's just a series of just hilarious. It's just repetitive, over repetitive and over. Yes. They really beat it home, but it's the kind of jokes that like get bad and then turn around and get good again yeah like they get overstated welcome and then they get so yes, overstated yeah. they're funny like, again. really just sticking with the joke <laughs> makes it work and like yes. that's you just need that commitment and then so they keep trying to order food and then just keep saying and then chinese yeah why is that person saying and then and then because they just and they kept saying it it goes on for a little bit where they do keep ordering things it's like, oh no no i'm done and then no i'm done with my order and then no i don't want anything else and then they just won't and, that, happen. Uh, and then the, the brosive aliens and the fembot ladies both go through the drive-thru and have the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> Do they come back and like beat that, that thing with a hammer or like a bat yes. or something? They come back and destroy the drive-thru speaker? Yes, yeah. they do. But the drive-thru speaker still talks. It's like, don't yes, get destroyed. Right. And it still says, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> so is it a, do you think it's maybe like a robot or like an automated message or something? I think there's a lady. I think you're, a little, What's you're that going story? a little too just, deep, just, Andy. What's that just, story about? Who's just straight goofing. <laughs> Goose and gas. Yeah. So now we meet. They get do get kidnapped by the cult, and it's just a bunch of people in like bubble wrap. <laughs> yeah, right? and they, they keep saying like donkey lips from salute your shorts is one of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a deep yeah, that's cut. That's a really good sentence. Let's deep cut it. That was a deep. That's cut. the deepest cut. The, oh, the first God. cut is the deepest, and that was it. Yeah, oh um, boy, Cat Steven said it best, <laughs> and I said it worse. <laughs> So they're wearing um, bubble wrap, and they go to a barn, and this whole cult is worshipping something called Zoltan. Zoltan! That's oh, what it was. Zoltan. I was trying to figure it out. I couldn't remember the and name, they do it like until little... I remember the Z pattern. Yeah. yeah. Zoltan! And they keep doing that. And anytime <laughs> someone says Zoltan, they do the hand symbol and say Zoltan. And right I, I think I remember in the cult, there's like, every character has like a goofy name, except there's one guy just named Steve. Like <laughs> everyone has like that. crazy cult yeah. names and then just Steve. I think it's almost alien names. They're worshipping some sort of alien yeah. race in this movie, which they, they don't know Because they need that trans really, but... humidifier thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they do want the tra- uh, 
The continuum transfunctioner. I think yeah. that is something okay. that they do want. What does that there's, do? There's three gr- we'll, we'll get to we'll get to okay, it. Okay, all right, we'll all right, get all right. to it. I don't know. I'm curious. It saves the it saves the universe. Yep. Or destroys it. So I think they go undercover as well as getting captured. Undercover brother? Or no, they get captured first and then they sneak into it to like see what's going on. Because they end up wearing their outfits because they keep popping each other's bubbles. <laughs> they, can't, they can't resist the bubble wrap. Yeah. So that all goes on for a while. When they just keep popping bubble wrap. I think they get kidnapped, but there's one girl that loves them and, like, releases them or something. Okay. Could, it could be uh, Chloe, for all, I, for all I know. Maybe. But there's a cult but, leader guy who puts on, like, a Tony Robbins-esque, like, motivational speech to them. That yeah. Zoltan's coming, and then these guys are the ones to bring him in. And they, they, have, they have a speech where they... Like, yeah, we know what we're doing. Zoltan's totally coming. It's happening, but they end up, like, sneaking out. Okay. Before I move on to the next scene, does anyone have anything before that they think happens? Or Because I'm not really... Because the series of events is kind of confusing. Is there... there, Do they go to an arcade at some point in this? It's at the end of the film. Is that the end? It is. Yeah, it is at the end. I believe after this scene is the scene where they black out and they wake up in cages with Andy Dick. Yeah, they're, uh, at a, they're at a, like a barn or something like that, and yeah. Andy Dick is like an old hermit guy. He's yeah. been there a long time. Possibly before this scene, they get knocked out by the ostrich. I don't know if that oh, scene happens. Oh, that's right, the ostrich I don't know guy. if that scene happens before Ooh. or after. But but Sean William Scott and the ostrich like, yeah, really the go at farmer. it. And the, the ostriches like, keep coming up. like They're like velociraptors yes, in yes. the movie, where they just like are around corners and... Upside down, and they defy gravity. Yeah, and they, yeah. they end up like headbutting them and they're knocking like ninjas, them out. Yeah. What? There's a, so there's a oh god, a rich not, billionaire guy. No, I I remember way back in the day there was like a funny thing that like Andy Dick says in the scene, and it's kind of vaguely coming back to me, and it's not funny at all. I think it is funny when you, what when you is come it? back to it. I think he keeps on like saying he doesn't want to be tortured, but then he like does. He's like a little bit of a sadist. Okay. Yeah. He's like a masochist. Don't you dare use that whip on me. And then he's like, he really wants the whip or something like that. Yeah, it's something along those lines. There's there's a little bit more to it. I'm curious to watch it because I don't... I'll tell you guys what that, what that <laughs> bit was. So Brett Spiner asks, is the millionaire guy, and in order to let them go, he asks them a, a question. And he asks them a question about the velocity or like how fast an ostrich can run, I think. And because Sean William Scott has been, like, watching these Lifetime movies, <laughs> there's a moment where he, like, it closes it? in on him. It's he zones Planet. out. It's Animal Planet. Yeah, Animal Planet. And he, he just has this, like, blank look, and then he just repeats a bunch of ostrich facts. Straight up, that's funny. He answers the question right, and they get out. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how they resolve that scene. And their car is in that place. That's where their that's car where is. That's where their car is. That's where their car they is. They found it. Yeah. But that's not the end of the movie. No. Inside of the car, they find a golf, a putt-putt golf ticket that has their scores on it. Oh, yeah. So then they retrace, they figure out, we got to go back to this putt-putt golf place. Uh-huh. And they have a ticket to a safe box, I think, that has a bunch of tickets in it, and they're able to cash it in to get the computer transfunctioner right? at, ar- at a putt-putt arcade. Okay. So everything's starting to come to a head, and there was a few moments in this movie where the tensions kept coming up, where, like, the Christy Swanson's bro showed up and antagonized them more. The fembots came back. There was the dream sequence when they get knocked out where they're going to get the oral pleasure from the ladies and they don't. Okay. And they still need to get gifts for the girls. There's all these, like, stuff, like, ratcheting mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. When does the super giant woman come into play? Right after, after this scene. That's the, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I Yeah, I know exactly what that is. 
So I think. <laughs> I know it. You're yeah, like stroking out. Yeah. You just let me roll. <laughs> but shutting down. So I'm right. Why don't you keep going? Um, and they end up getting a bunch of t- they had a bunch of tickets inside the locker and they turned it in. The continuum transfunctioner is somehow behind the ticket booth. The ticket vendor has it. Mm. And he ends up getting it. But he doesn't. The tic- ticket vendor doesn't know what it is. No. Obviously. I don't think he even knows like why it got back there or what's going on. So you kind of find out that like the Swedish people are against the babes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, there's two different groups of aliens, and they both want the transfunctioner. The babes are also turning Christy Swanson's jock dudes on their side, because they promised them moral pleasure as well, if they, mm-hmm. got, if they helped them get the continuum. Now, yeah. is, is the I, the transfunctioner is like a Rubik's Cube, isn't it? I think it's like, a, yeah, it's like some sort of box. Yeah, yeah I think it's just a but Rubik's it, Cube. But it might like transform into something while, while okay. once you solve it. Yeah. Sean William Scott, oh, wait a second. I think Sean William Scott throughout the whole movie is trying to solve the Rubik's Cube. Okay. Where Ashton Kutcher is. Yeah, and that end, to do it. And that ends up being the thing they need. I don't remember yeah. the Rubik's Cube at all. There's definitely a Rubik's Cube as like a plot thing in this movie. Okay. I'm not 100%. I'm confused why they need the tickets then, or why they have that scene in there. Because you are right, Sean William Scott throughout this whole movie has been like goofing around with the Rubik's Cube in the background of the film. Okay. And that he ends up solving it, and that's what triggers... But, see, so yeah, that's when, like, both sets of aliens reveal that they both want the transfunctioner, and they're both like, if you don't give it to us, the galaxy will be destroyed. So that's what the brosifs are saying, the dude Swedish men. Right, and so they have to figure out which aliens are good and which aliens are bad. They're in the middle of both of the aliens. Sure. And and how do they get, how do they know which aliens are the good aliens? Well, how do they know? <clears throat> I think that, like, the babes, like, start to break down and don't they turn into the giant they woman? do they do they turn into they the like giant start to lady. freak out because they're it's taking after too long. they go with the the dudes because the they, the dudes can tell them what they did last night oh like so they were right. okay so they because right. they were chilling with them like all night long all night long all night we don't have the rights to that no uh, <laughs> so the they sean william scott asked them a question like what was their score on the 18th hole oh. of the golf course? Okay. And the, the, the girls make up some number, and then the Swedish dudes know it. It was a hole-in-one. Okay. Because if you get a hole-in-one, you get a lifetime supply of pudding. That's the pudding. <laughs> that's why I have the pudding in the, oh, the fridge. Oh, that's the pudding. At a putt-putt place? <laughs> yes. If you get a hole-in-one on the 18th hole, you get free pudding for life? Yes. Does your putt-putt place not do that? <laughs> that putt-putt place is going to go out of business. You're overestimating people's hole-in-one skills. Maybe. It's a hard hole, maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know if we ever see it. Okay, maybe it is a hard hole. So so the, the climax happens. They give the the brosifs the transfunctioner, and then the fembots transform Critters 2 style into a superhuman. <laughs> yeah, into a, a super giant human, Which also like, it happens in the did Simpsons. Did you say a superhuman? Super? What is that? Superhuman? I thought you said a superhuman. Human? A superhuman? A superhuman human. Because something always really irked me about this is that she, that girl, the actress who plays the giant lady, doesn't look like the race of fembots that were in the film. I always thought that was weird. It's just another random thing. You also get to see upper panties. Oh, yeah. And I remember that being a big thing when I was like 14 or 15. (laughs) It'll be a big thing. I was like, hubba, hubba, hubba. Oh man! And, and so they have to defeat. Yeah, they, the end, giant up, they lady. end up killing her somehow. <laughs> she like ends up getting like blown up. I think. Yeah, she does get blown up. I think. Uh, How does that happen? He okay. So they have to. This relates back to the monkeys that he was watching on TV because like throughout the film, his Animal Planet watching keeps saving their butts or something. 
because they have to they they have to like press a button and they can't reach it. And he remembers watching the monkeys poking stuff with sticks. Yeah, that's true. And he true. picks up a stick and pokes the button with it. Yeah, I think when he solves a Rubik's Cube, like a, a bomb or something comes out of it. Oh. And, he, and he does have to, like, poke it with a stick. You're totally right. Yeah, and then, and so that, like, saves... I don't know if that kills the alien or if that just saves the universe from the thing. I think it, I think it kills her. Like, it sucks her up or just blasts her. Mm. Something happens. <clears throat> There's some crazy special effect that goes on. So they destroy the bad aliens, and then what happens? Um, they ended up giving the continuum transfuture back to, to the, the good aliens. Yeah, okay. to the Swedish guys. Yeah, and they, um, the Swedish guys give them gifts to give to their girlfriends that they've been wanting to get the whole oh, time. What were those gifts, I though? believe they're necklaces. Okay. With the power to make boobs bigger. Oh, Because God. we can't, we, we just gotta <laughs> oh, squeeze. God. That is it. <laughs> we gotta That's squeeze totally every it. ounce yep. of comedy out of, this, <laughs> out of these things. But I think the girls are, like, happy with it, too. Yeah, they don't even, like, realize what's happening oh, they don't? in the scene. Yeah, they're just like, oh, thanks for the necklaces. And they just got flaunt it out. Never, it never gets mentioned. Are there any sound effects that go boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Or like a balloon feeling. Yeah. So He's now you be. said they found the car in a barn. I'm pretty sure the, the car is at Brent Spiner's house. I thought they find house. the car in front of their house. They just didn't see it when they went outside. Like, there was, like, a truck in front of it that drives away, and they're like, oh, it that, was here the whole time. There's a callback at the end where they think they lose the car again. But oh, that okay. That's right, because I thought, they, yeah, they, I thought, like, they went through the whole movie and then figured out it was there the whole time. Yeah. Dude, where's my car? Where is <laughs> their car? In a nutshell. <laughs> there it is. Oof. This we got through yeah. it. We, I mean, it'll, we're, we're going to watch this and have to, like, totally rewrite this timeline that we've created. Yeah, the, the timeline's wrong. I'm trying to remember. This is like a murder mystery in it, a way. I think if any, any cameos might have slipped by me. The dudes that give them the tracksuits, probably somebody I don't I'm know. I'm sure there's, like, a ton of cameos we've missed. Like, yeah. this seems like a movie that's just chock full of cameos, so. Yeah. And then. And then. <laughs> and then join us in part two where we figure out what we got right and what we got wrong. And then. And then we'll know what we got right and what we got wrong. And then? And then we'll know what we got right and what we got wrong. And then? And then we'll know what we got right and what we got wrong. No ads on this episode, and I have nothing to plug. We're going straight into part two. Thanks. Dude. You got a tattoo! What? <laughs> so did you, dude! No! Oh. oh! Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? <laughs> Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude! What does mine say? Swing! Idiot! Your tattoo says dude. Your tattoo says sweet. Got it? Alright, welcome back to Dude Where's My Podcast. <laughs> oh, that's a new thing I'm going to try to do in part two from now on. Alright, I'm down. Let's see, if, let's see if it goes over. Let's see if it sticks. And, um... What didn't go over is that we just, right from the get-go, we started to get things we wrong. Got, yeah, we did. We were, we, <laughs> right, right out of the gate. Things, not things that we thought this happened. This movie was hard to remember. It did not happen. <laughs> there were certain events that we remembered, but they were still disjointed or 
We just yeah. didn't get them as accurate. So they do wake up in their house. Yep. I, I said that. I will say I said that. Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Nailed you, it! You said a few things. They, but they end up going over to... I forgot about the pizza guy altogether. His yeah, boss, I don't remember that. Yeah. His yeah. boss was the first that guy. That character was totally irrelevant. Yep. Did you remember his name? Uh... <laughs> Mr. Pizza Cola. Mr. Pizza Coli. They just like. I do how, remember when they like, said his is, name and I was is like. Is that oh, actually boy. his name? Or is it, that like a name that of his se- pizza place? Several times they call him yep. Mr. Pizza Coli. Yeah. His actual name has pizza in it? Yep. Yeah. Because they're that lazy. Now, is he the owner or is he just like the manager? I don't no, know. He said, no, he's definitely the owner because he kept saying that they were like stealing pizzas from his place. Yeah, but it always seemed like he was doing the stuff that like other employees would yeah, be doing. Yeah, he was delivering the pizza at the end of the film and he's he's like making the pizza and the dough like falls on his face. He doesn't like, know what he's doing. Like, this guy's so involved in his own business. Like, uh, you know, you got to admire that, but he was also terrible at it. Like, yeah, he, he didn't fire them after 30 pizzas went missing. Like, that should be an immediate, like, yeah, you're, you're done. You're done. You're yeah, done. done. So. But then he's like, I'll find a reason to fire you guys soon. I was like, like you have are you the owner? Like, can't you just fire them? What do you think this guy, Mr. Pizzacoli's relevance was in the whole movie? I don't know. I don't know. know what purpose he served. Like, he made a few jokes and that was it. If pizzas had played a bigger role in this, I feel like I could understand it. But they didn't. Yeah, well, there was one bit where they threw the pizza on the ceiling. But that was, like, the only thing they, that... It was really just that was like right in the beginning. Him. Like, yeah. And then he shows up with all those pizzas and he's like, I thought we might be hungry, so we ordered some pizzas. And then he, all he does is exposition. Like, he explains some stuff for the audience to other characters. And he makes, like, a panties joke at the end about... When the, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that, a very that obvious joke. joke. A very obvious joke. It was a very obvious name. Mr. Pizza oh, Cole. Boy. I thought this movie started with a Smash Mouth song. I got, got kind of excited. I was like, oh, now we're in the 2000s. We got a Smash Mouth song. <laughs> Is that, like, a stoner song? <laughs> no, but it was just a band called Danger Man, I guess. But I was like, man, they ripped off Smash Mouth. Uh, yeah. I was listening to the soundtrack. Was. I was like, this is just bringing back, like, flashbacks of the early 2000s. Yeah. Where we're like, oh, oh man. Boy. The songs I used to like. <laughs> we also didn't, like, we don't remember that they have a, a, another roommate named Gene. Well, it's just yeah. some guy that showed up. It, it may not they even be even... a roommate. It was some guy from the leftover from the party last night. That's what I'm guessing. But they had, no, they had the party at his girlfriend's place, unless, like, he followed them back. That's what I'm guessing that happened, because neither of them know him. That's a joke. That, like, I thought you knew Gene. It's like, oh, I thought you knew Gene. Okay. And then they didn't look at the camera and go, who knows Gene? (laughs) He came back at the end when they reiterated the whole movie. When they redid it. Which made me wonder if the whole movie took place, like, like, at the end, they kind of loop back around and do it all over again. That was. Sort of, it could could have gone that could way. Have gone, I feel. Did, could it have gone like that? Because they, yeah, did they get Men in Black at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did they get Men in Black the first time? I don't know. Ooh. Because they didn't remember anything. Hard to say. A, well, I don't know though because they have their car in the second time when if, it starts over okay, again. Okay, okay, we're writing the sequel, which was gonna be seriously, dude, where's my car? That was that was the working yep. title. What happens in that movie? How do we get back into what we're going here? Is it just like the second day? No, maybe this time you make it like a serious film and their car actually got stolen, but yeah. the police won't help them, so they have to like get well, into like the nitty gritty investigation of finding this car and that's like that, Law and Order. Yeah, dude, like I, I watched that movie. Dude, yeah. Law and Order. It's got uh, Brad Pitt and Russell Crowe, and they're like <laughs> they're trying to figure out who stole their car. And their car has has a dead body in the backseat. Oh man! Do we Where not? Ch- we, don't, we don't change any of the dialogue though. We just play, <laughs> we play it serious with those actors. And then. And then. 
So they, I didn't know, I forgot that they got hit by, the old lady hits them. Yeah, and then the, the yeah. other Another irrelevant part. Yeah. They deadly, like, when the, the car hit Aston Kutcher's stunt double, it for sure broke that windshield. Yeah. Like, that windshield did, got did. shattered, and he did it, and they drove away. <laughs> there were a couple moments where, like, they, they physically were, looked like they were hurting each other. Yeah. Like, Aston, Aston Kutcher would punch Sean Scott in the face a couple times. Yes. And, like, <laughs> when he did, like, the, um, he did, like, kind of, like, a oh, karate. Yeah. Yeah. He did, like, like, a stop. He definitely looked like he bopped him in the nose. A couple times, yeah. 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 <laughs> and there's a moment where uh, they're sneaking in that barn, and Shovel Moon's got turns really fast, and just floors Ashton Kutcher. He, like, falls into the wall. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't notice it until, like, I just this repeat viewing, but he just gets wiped out. Uh, the So, uh, the guy that I thought should have been Harlan Williams was instead... The guy uh, from Office Space. Office Space, Michael Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a really... He's, he's, he's a huge voice actor now. Like, he does a ton of voices. Like, Futurama and American Dad and Family Guy and all those. I remember him from Mad TV, but I totally forgot that he was in Office Space. That's too. right, yeah. I would, uh, when I was watching I was like, that looks, that's looks. that got to be the guy who played Michael Bolton in Office Space. Yeah. And why can't we escape animatronic dogs on this I, podcast? Oh my god, I can't, we can't do it! I didn't remember that dog at all. And then it happened, and I was like, it's Beethoven all over again! <laughs> yeah, that dog looked bad. It was like a mix I between... Kinda, I thought it was funny. I thought it was a but... mix between the Beethoven animatronic head and the Falcor like, face. Like, yeah. it was... It, horrifying. I was happy that that dog actually had a point though, because it like yeah, it attacked takes out the big dude. Attacked um uh, the bullies. Yeah. Well, okay. I I have to ask this because I know you'll know, Brad. Mm-hmm. Who is the main bully? He's a brother of. Uh, I, I looked it up. It was the, he's the brother of Jerry O'Connell. Yes. Okay. His name is Charlie O'Connell. <laughs> he was, yeah, I kept and going. He looks like a buff him, Jerry but... O'Connell. Right. So yeah, the dog did actually attack. Although it didn't rescue Buff. him or anything, it just attacked him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it uh, got high a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> they never actually smoked weed in the film. I, I guess like the PG thirteen rating like was really strict then. Like it's okay for and stuff just animals like, to get high, but not dudes. Yeah, and like they just really they came down really hard on a lot of the language and a lot of the things that happened in the film. Okay, and then Harold and Kumar came out like a couple years later. Don't they smoke weed in that? Oh yeah, that's rated R though. Okay. I think that movie was. Same director. Or, yeah, I was like, I knew it was either the writer or the director was the same for Harold and Kumar. And are we going to do that movie next? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I had written down was, is this like, is this just a pre-Hangover Hangover movie too? Kind of. Um, and it's like Hangover. I right? mean, props to Hangover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Props to Hangover are words no one has ever uttered in their entire life. I knew it when I was saying it, so I had to say it. <laughs> That's what this, this movie brought us to say props to Hangover. Oh, no. I will say that this movie felt like the shortest movie out of everything that it was we've only, seen. It was like a quick 88-minute movie. Yeah, I thought long. it was like 45 minutes long. I mean, done it, and, it, over with. and the, the plot really books it. It wasn't the point where I felt like it was bogged down. I was like, can no. this yeah. be over already? They're like, just moving along, and there's always new information and I also, new threats. I, and... I went in expecting to be like, oh, God, this movie, and it'd, pro- it'd probably take like <laughs> more than one sitting and stuff. But no, I blew through this. I was like, I actually kind of enjoyed myself. That was yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed parts of it. I didn't enjoy the overall thing, but I was happy that it was like you said. It never felt like it was bogged down. Yeah. Moment. I mean, it they, always they moving. keep moving. Yeah. And I, you know, it's really hard to watch a comedy alone and like find humor in it too. You're just kind of like going sure. on for the ride. Mm-hmm. The first uh, LOL that was the bottle cap scene where they're trying to pick it up with their with their oh. feet. I, I remember getting a little frustrated funny. with the, <laughs> but but I'll say I like going back to watching like old cartoons where characters were like destroying things. 
Uh, oh yeah, you don't like hurt. that. I kind of don't like that, and so like it gives me some anxiety. And so as, as I was watching it, I was like, they should have just taken out that garbage in bits. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I had that thought. Joke, oh. joke over. We forgot about the the woe man man. The oh yeah, the, the trans yeah, the transgender stripper. Yeah, that the woman man is what I have written down. And as. her boyfriend. She just kept asking for her money, but like for they had her money. Yeah, <laughs> was, she had to get no, I was expecting that scene to end up like I didn't remember them that that plot line at all. No, and we didn't but get it. and I was expecting that end to like she opens a suitcase and it's like a Dumb and Dumber thing where all the money's gone and it's just like I use a receipt no, or but something. Have, but no, it was it. like she's like oh it's it's the money. Which and begs yet, the question, like, were, they said they were throwing a ton of money I know! On I thought day. that, too. I was like, well, she's not going to have all of her money, like, but she was just happy that... I guess maybe instead of, like, the 200000 she now has, like, 190000 well, or something they, they in there. They leased but... a car? Yeah, like, right. How much like... down payment do they put for that? <laughs> it's a good question. Also, why did they give them a car if the whole premise of this movie is <laughs> about them trying to find a car? They leased a car? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they leased, like, a convertible. He's like, that's not no, the I craziest thought... thing you bought. we bought last night. And then, they, then they're driving around in that Mustang, and I was like... Yeah, that's when they pull up next to Fabio and they have their makeout yeah. competition with Fabio. Oh my, what? <laughs> <laughs> that happened? Did you watch this movie? Did you skip you the first no, 10 minutes? Were you distracted? Were you doing something else? <laughs> it's not like you had to sit through two hours of nothing and to forget stuff. This movie was like, there was nothing to forget. It took no time. Listen, though, there was a lot of information to process. <laughs> yeah, they pull up at okay. like a red light. I do remember them pulling up to Fabio. I didn't remember that they leased a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like one of the ideas was that they somehow bought this car and I, I guess didn't want to keep it for some reason. <laughs> okay. Two corrections to hit. They are separated and it's in the strip club scene where um, the Woolman Man takes Ashton Kutcher away yes. from Chumbling Scar. For an extra yeah. slippery for dance. Seconds. So I got I called that bold statement. That one was wrong. And also they are twins, but they're just not identical yes, twins. Yes, not identical twins. Just fraternal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which, Which uh, one would you choose out of those? Jennifer twins? Garner. Yeah. Nope. I'm not with you guys on this one. Really? Yeah, you I'm would gonna... go with the other girl who's probably never been in anything else. Marley, I looked her up. Marley Sokoloff. Yeah. Her name down. She has not been in a whole lot. <laughs> Nothing big. Like this is probably one of the biggest projects. But recent been. photos of her, she's still looking fine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she looked really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, she's. Hold, I mean, this was like 16 years ago, and she's still. She's nice. hold, she's yeah. held up really well. She's nice. like a mom and writes um, self help blogs or something like that for like moms. I think. Hmm. I still would go with Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Maybe. She, she me. seems a little crazy, too. But. So was that Christy Swanson? Yeah. That was? Yeah. Did you call that from the beginning? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's, a, that's a part one. <laughs> All the people listening. That's that's a part look one. at these idiots. You just said it, like, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, that's the part of the... Like, we, had, we, had a, we had a week between the podcast. It's come right after the other. So I thought uh, their fatal flaw that got set up was, like, they messed everything up. I don't know if that... That kind of gets resolved if they just start making better decisions. Yeah. I don't really know, but because the girl, the girlfriends called them out on it. I thought up. it was kind of weird because it's almost like right at the end of the first act of the movie. Yeah, I mean the girlfriends like break up with them halfway through and then decided to take them back at the end because like they Aston Kutcher I guess well, they, made a plan and went through with it and they were impressed. They rescued them. And then they got yeah. mind wiped and they were still they were fine the next day. <laughs> well, they were. I think so. Um, I guess because like did they, I guess they forgot all about the party mess and all that stuff. So like I guess that. I wonder if they went back the problem and, uh, in the first place, fixed it. I right. If they went over there and cleaned it up because they were pretty happy with them cleaning up the. Yeah, that's true. You know, in the in the beginning of the movie, they were happy with them taking the trash out so, and everything. It was good. Just showing some effort. Well, I couldn't get it in part one, but the second I saw her face, I said Marilyn Rice Cub. As soon as oh, I saw yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Chloe from Twenty Four. Twenty Four. The girl that you yes, called out on. Yes. Yep. Yeah, she does. She has like two lines in the whole film. I don't know. She's pretty understated. 
He's the only girl in the group of nerdy dudes, though. We did and call the. They all have goofy names except for one guy, Jeff. 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 Yeah. And he was always late, which I actually found really funny. Every every time he was late I to like save Jeff. it, I just so, yeah. there are so many side characters in this movie that really just steal the show. Yes. Yeah, Jeff and he's, he's he is one for sure. Yep, I like Jeff a lot. I also I really, I really like the the running like name tags they would give on like on screen every time. Like whenever mm-hmm. there was an important yeah. character, they'd be like, "Bing," Jeff. and give him a name like on yeah. the screen and or like giant alien. Yeah, like, I thought those were I thought that was a good little running bit. And uh, the second we got done with the podcast, I told you guys. I forgot two things that they always say that the Continuum Transfuncture's mystery is only exceeded by its power, and that they say shibby like nonstop throughout the film. Yeah, and what is shibby? I think shibby is slang could mean for anything. Getting high, I thought, because he's like, we can't keep getting shibby. We have like to keep that. shibbying. It's used to no. It says it's used to indicate that something is cool. So it's like dope or something. Yeah, like totally that. shibby. So yeah. it's not. So you know, dope is slang for. But marijuana. something bad could also be good, right? That's kind of the same, depending on how you want to use it. What do you think about the bust a move montage that's just in the movie? For yeah, no I didn't remember that at all either. I was like, "What is happening?" They get their suits and they're like, "What did we need these for?" And then just like, right, like <laughs> then, then it's just, just a music wear... video halfway yeah, through. Yeah. Like, have the song in this thing. I was like, "What?" Is I mean, that? they were trying to build a soundtrack for the for the movie. <laughs> they were desperately trying. <laughs> so they th- then they get arrested, and there's a really great scene where a dummy gets beaten up. Yes. Yeah, that was that really, was really funny. funny. It was very very funny. <laughs> I, Everything that was probably one of the funnier bits. Well, yeah. oh, that was—I yeah. thought that was really. Yeah, funny. they throw the hot coffee on him. I like, just lost it. <laughs> but the, and I love Sean William Scott's like, like, like Daniel. Like, doesn't know anything. Man. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> like, that was so good. And Ashton Kutcher's face is just like. <laughs> it wasn't great. He was just like, no, no, this is not so good. But I'll say, like, the scene after it. Oh, with, with the, the other police officer. That scene was my favorite. Oh, hands down. So funny. Hands down. <laughs> So I, I went I went above and beyond to listen to the director's commentary. Oh, you always go so deep on these, Brad. And they kept him a couple days for reshoots just in case they wanted to do more scenes with him because he was oh, so good. He was, he was fantastic. fantastic. They paid him to just sit on the set in case they wanted to do stuff with him. I wish he, he was, was in so more. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think he should like? If if you were to take a character out and put him in there instead, who would you take out? Because it almost felt like there I were just, know. like, so many characters. There were a lot of... And there were a few that were great and many that were just, like, mediocre. I don't know what, I don't know what you're really asking me right now. Do you want know. him to, like, be the lead of the film? Do you want him to be the same lead? character? No, like, but do no some, I'm just, just saying, like, actor? maybe there could be, like, a character they could get rid of and, like, have this guy in there Have more longer. scenes. Yeah. Have, a th- have a third It's third not really, party. like... It's just a... I don't know how maybe like Harlan question. Williams or uh, not Harlan Williams, Michael Bolton character. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, that's the one I could I think of. I like that dude as an actor, but he didn't do much in the film. I feel no. like, so this, this other guy was so good, and like he was really. Christy funny. Swanson wanted him at the end, and there was like no reason yeah, why she would want. She like she she ended up liking the other two dudes, and then was like, "Well, they wrote the twins, so I guess I'll take the third man." <laughs> yeah, and she was not wearing a bra throughout the entire movie. No, wow, way to and, go, and way to be, way to no, be that guy. No, that's okay. That's okay she was ahead of her time <laughs> she was she started the no bra movement oh man free the nipple come on she was free in the nipple back in oh two uh i think uh, one i'll of let us, you handle it one of us ah, go ahead no, i'm moving on i'm moving on i don't have, i don't have any comment on this i do think uh, i think well, at least one of us called the gratuitous sound effects 
Oh, it's like Throughout the, the cartoon, yeah, yeah. The cartoon sound effects that just keep coming up, up and on. The children for the blind scene was just kind of like thrown in there. I didn't yeah. really get that. I was, I guess like, it was just so they could have an interaction with the twins and the yeah, yeah, right to make the girls jealous. It was jealous. a forced yeah. interaction. Yeah. Just create more, a little more conflict in the relationship. And boy, was I wrong about those two guys showing up early. Forty-one minutes, they're not in the film. The keepers of the transformers, yeah, yeah, yeah. those two Swedish guys. They showed up. <laughs> they showed up late. Yep, that's true. Uh, Penny the Impound Clerk was really good. Yeah, she was that funny. Part was, that part was funny, and she was a great actor. Yeah. I was, I'm trying to remember, there was something else I've seen her in, but I, and I looked it she up. She was in Magnolia, I guess. I did, but I forgot oh, really? character. Do you, I thought you'd be, I'm, I thought no, you were really familiar with that. It was a, I'm very familiar. She was in a TV series, and now I can't remember, and it's going to bug me. Uh, the fire extinguisher bit was very cartoony and funny. <laughs> that was pretty oh, good. I totally remember. She is in Magnolia. There's a scene pretty early on in the beginning where she's like tied, she's like handcuffed to it to a couch and she's like pulling this couch because uh, the police are like trying to investigate something in her house hmm. it's it's probably like a two minute scene or one minute scene but she is in that yeah um, it's funny I really yeah. liked the the jokes when they when they steal the clothes from like the two dudes in the cult mm-hmm. and they stand there and the guys bust in they're like those guys beat us up and stole us stuff they're like no we didn't <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> didn't do that we didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> and right when they get knocked out, they wake up in their underwear. And I guess there was a deleted scene where there was like an anal cavity search that got cut from the film. <laughs> what? So now it just makes no sense why they wake up in their underwear. Because they immediately tell them to put their clothes, put the clothes yeah. on. Yeah, it's right. like, why did you take the clothes off? That's right. never explained. That's <laughs> true. Unless you saw the deleted scene. Like, why is that there? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, like, they ran into the um, the alien girls that wanted to give them oral pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like, on the street. And they were, like, talking to them. And then... The Woman Man. Makes yeah, them disappear. Like, oh, oh, you think so? Oh, she just like shows up and then they're gone. She shows up next and like they were just gone before that happened. I was like, why did they disappear? I did appreciate that like that kind of bit where it, when they get to the locker and and uh, the woman man, man shows up and they're like, how do you just keep showing up all over the place? Because he definitely does <laughs> that, that, a, that, in that the, throughout the film. I think that was pretty funny. So the girlfriends got captured by the cult. Yes, <laughs> and I don't think we mentioned that. Yeah, at all. I didn't. I didn't remember that bit. bit. Um, but it, I guess it adds the stakes to like why they want why to, they, to get them to continue transfunction. Right? Why they're so desperate? Yeah, they're so outside desperate of just wanting that oral girls. pleasure from the aliens. Well, th- those guys didn't want oral pleasure. The nerds with the bubble wrap. I feel like also in the first half we kind of implied that the the jock dudes mm-hmm. were like subservient to uh, what's were. her face. They're working for her. the the the, the hot alien. Chick? No, the hot no, chicks. the the hot the one hot chick. Chrissy Swanson. Chris, yes, Swanson. Chrissy Swanson. It no. sounded like Chrissy she Swanson. was leading. In the first half, the way it was described, because like, I didn't remember, and the, way, the impression oh, yeah. I got was that it was like her, like these dudes fawning over her, following her all the time, but it was the opposite, where they like are very much like, you, you're, this is my girl. Yeah, I, I meant the alien babes. Were yeah, and that and that makes more sense. And yeah, and they just immediately switched to those. Uh, I also, this is probably something no one else would have <laughs> noticed except me, but the uh, pickup truck, those jock guys, the jock guys were driving is the exact same pickup truck Paul Walker drives in Fast and Furious. Oh, I know wow. it's you know so crossover potential, right there. <laughs> so are you saying that these <clears throat> movies might exist in the same universe? I hope they do. But mm. like while all this is going on, so there are Paul aliens Walkers. in Fast and the Furious. Ooh, did they like buy Paul Walker's truck? Yeah, or? like they probably or they work at the auto parts store because I think the truck belonged to the auto parts store Paul Walker's character worked at. So. Does that buff guy work at the same... He says it's his stepdad's truck, so maybe his stepdad owns the auto parts store. That Paul Walker that works Paul at. That Paul Walker works at. Wow. Look at that. And this is a real, both cr- this is a real NBC Look, they crossover both, moment. They both take place in L.A. as far as I could tell. <laughs> 
the Rubik's Cube was the continuum transfunctioner all along. Yeah. yeah. And we, I, we, or I'd gotten like crazy confused at the end about what they were even trying we, to do and why, yeah. why they bought that fake one. We also weren't uh, sure when they got it in the film, in the first half. We weren't sure if they picked it up at the arcade or, and they got the fake one at the arcade, but yeah. the real one they found in the, the tracksuit. It was hidden bought. inside the Rubik's Cube. Well, no, no, no. Well, I mean, like, the Rubik's Cube itself was, I thought, in the was pockets it, of those yeah, tracksuits. Track so, yeah. But I don't think we called that in the first half. No. We? Yeah, because we weren't sure when they found the Rubik's Cube or when they had the Rubik's Cube. Well, right. wait, did they get fitted for those tracksuits? Yes. Yeah, and they had like secret pockets. With yeah, stuff so then on. they started pulling out all this comical stuff out of these hidden okay. pockets all over, so... That that actor too, the uh, the dry cleaning clerk was really funny. I thought mm-hmm. he was played really well. <laughs> I thought I thought Andy Dick was actually pretty funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he was, was very really funny. good. And they, uh, I'm sure he improved like so <laughs> oh, many yeah. lines and was just don't hose me again. Maybe later. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> was the line really where, where you like wanted to be hurt more. Or yeah, I thought that was really funny. And I got crazy confused. I thought the car was at that mansion, but there is a car at that mansion. It's just some random car that they get into. Yeah, and the ostrich busts yeah, into. Yeah, hide from the ostriches. And, and their car had been at that mansion. In the commentary track, Ashton Kutcher brings up the fact that he was against the scene having that car in there because people would be confused that that was their car. Yeah. <laughs> and I got confused. And thought that was their car. Well, Ashton was looking out for you, Brad. He was. He, he was knew. looking out for you. He, he knew the mistakes people could make. Film. He yeah. gets it. He he understands he it. He makes. He said, uh, "I didn't want Brad to get confused." Uh, makes. Uh, yeah. Uh, movies. <laughs> he makes movies. That's true. <laughs> I think end he of, does. End of I statement. think he does. End of statement. But I like that the car got destroyed. That's just funny. But it was confusing. That totally, like, in my memory, became the car that they were looking for the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I Well, like, I remember, like, as I was watching the movie, I, re- I remember, like, oh, yeah, they have a yellow car. And so, like, as they showed that car, I was like, that's not the car, right? Because I, I did remember it was yellow. I just didn't remember what it looked I like. I have wondered if it was the same car from, like, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. But I was like, it doesn't look like a Yugo. And it's not. It's it's a Renault. It's their car in the in this film is a Renault. All right, this has been Car Connection Podcast. With <laughs> car Connection. I'm so let's it, talk about okay? some cars that were connected to another film. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> look, the, there's, there's like, the one car in the one film. Uh-huh. And that's, that's all so I got. So the same cars. wagon that's in National Lampoon that Chevy Trace drives. <laughs> <laughs> Chevy, Trace. Chevy Trace is the same one in the great outdoors and it's the same one in Pete and Pete and it's that same... Is it the Tracer? It's a wood panel, whatever Yeah, the wood panel Tracer. Same one from Mallrats. Is that Mallrats? I, don't, I mean, they have a wood paneled station, station wagon in that yeah. movie. Oh. It was it's definitely a, only for that film. I'm gonna vouch, it's the same. <laughs> same one. Kevin <laughs> Smith's a big Chev head. <laughs> he went out of his way to find that Chev one. Chev head. <laughs> That's the best saying I've ever heard. <laughs> All the Chev heads out there. Really upset that All you like, Chev heads out there, this episode is for you. <laughs> Except for when we do Three Amigos, and that's the real Chev head episode. <laughs> the bully gets eaten. Oh, that was... Yeah, uh, he gets eaten, with but some then quality special effects thrown up. Well, he, oh, he just flies out terrible. when she blows up. So there's obviously like green light like spilling onto this girl. This effect was not even mastered at this point. No, nope. the 2000s. They were they were really still experimenting with that. It. <laughs> it was obviously green, like around her. Yeah, and and his like the what seemed to be a very quickly inserted like joke line of he made like the jock guy makes some sort of sexual joke at her or something. And she's like, I'll eat you, and just eats the guy real quick. And I was like, that all like a ADR. lot of ADR yep. and, and real like quick 
delivery. She like, was they also, definitely stuffed that into the film at the last second. She was also, like, not in high def and everything else. <laughs> yeah. like, was kind of like that. She was she kind was, of out of focus the whole time. She was terrible looking. According to the commentary, she was the playmate of the year, that whatever that movie came out. And I didn't even remember. I guess I'm not up to my playmates of the year. Playmates of 2002 or 2001. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that catalog. Yeah, Brad, where were you on that one? Right? But did it bug you that she didn't look like the other girls? That really bugged me the first time I saw the film. You guys didn't care. I don't know. I thought it no, was. No, no, yeah, I didn't make, yeah, I didn't I thought it was kind of like a like a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger situation yeah, where like, you know, they don't all look like a Power Ranger. They look Ranger. like, they look the, like a, the Megazord. They, they mean, they look like yeah. themselves. You know? you know, when their powers combine, you know, they bring Captain Planet, who's a totally different person. <laughs> You're talking yeah. about two different things. What right are you now. talking about in Voltron? When, when they, <laughs> That's a third. You're look, bringing look, the look, third thing look, into the mix. When Miss Frizzle takes them all on a field trip in the bus, here comes a fourth thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going. All right, what, what other movie has that bus in it, Andy? Uh, <laughs> the, the Magic School Bus? Or the Cartoon School Bus. Uh, that it. bus was clearly in Stranger Things, if you haven't seen it. I mean, that's the same bus. L <laughs> spoiler, flips over with her mind. Man, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, I've ruined a big segment for you. But, but. So that whole movie is ruined. That's the big, the big twist right there. Yep. Um, I loved my... One of my favorite jokes is when they just pulled out the, uh, the picture frames of them, like... Like <laughs> Japanese, the Japanese, Japanese second thing. language, and they yeah. just started speaking in Japanese so immediately good. as they saw it. Yeah. I think, hands down, that was my favorite joke. I think that joke's in the, in the trailer. It's like, I, yeah, that's okay, like I know out of everything that happened in this movie, this might be dumb, but my absolute favorite like joke was when they show up at the arcade and they look at like the Captain Whatever sign, yeah, and, and it cuts to the, the sign, it cuts back, and they're just in the pose. Yeah, I laughed I at that. that I well. laughed out loud at my desk at work where I was watching this. Sean William Scott credits Ashton Kutcher for making I thought that was really freaking funny. It was a very good joke. <laughs> so I keep talking about the commentary track. Uh, so when I, when I was watching it, they're not, mm. it's not synced to the film when they're talking. You can obviously hear like a little bit of an echo delay on the commentary <laughs> track from their television watching the film to the actual movie. It's, Ooh. and it's, well, you know, it's just very like, frustrating. Just like the green screen, they hadn't quite mastered commentary tracks, well, apparently. Here's what, because they do stop where there's like long pauses where I think they do sync it up occasionally. And I think they were just recording at a different bit rate and just couldn't do it again. Because that sometimes happens, like where a, a sound. Well, uh, uh, I know also sometimes you can have problems too if like the device you're recording on, like I know early GoPros had a problem with their internal clocks did not match up with like professional grade equipment clocks. So you would end like a video clip in a GoPro and like your audio recording somewhere else and your audio clip would be like three seconds longer than your video for some reason because the way it maps its time is weird so now you have to stretch it. This has been Audio Talk and... with Annie Hubert. So... <laughs> Brad Jones. So uh, would you, how would you like rate the movie versus the commentary? Like would you rather watch the movie or would you rather watch the commentary? <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> there... The I mean, like, on IMDb, like, what kind of rating would you give the commentary movie versus the movie movie? I'd give it the same rating. Oh, okay. 33% or whatever. <laughs> they swear a lot, and they say a lot of sexist things throughout the whole commentary track. Do they like, really? They, they comment on, like, Christy Swanson's everything that you just... See, they pull, they pull uh, Moldenauer. I said free the nipple! I said free the nipple! <laughs> they, they, they say things like that. And they just talk about like. Oh, the wait, here's the difference. Babes is obvious. I, the whole thing. I observed it and I was I was commenting on it. They actually made that movie and told her not to wear a bra. That's a totally different. Thing. <laughs> or it was her choice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Wait. Why can't you just? Maybe that was her form of empowerment. Andy. So what were they saying? That she was just 
looking good. That all the women in there were basically just eye candy. Yeah. And and they were like they didn't really have arcs or serve any purpose. Just I don't know the the aliens. Them. I thought had a pretty good arc. I mean, they were the antagonists, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I I compare all commentary tracks to the commentary track on R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet, where the commentary track is literally you watching R. Kelly watch Trapped in the Closet while he sits in a chair and smokes a cigar, and it's amazing. So if you haven't seen it, it's the epitome of any commentary. I'm going to write Dudette, Where's My Car? We're going to Ghostbusters remake this movie. <laughs> okay. Get this thing going. I can't wait for you to bring back Dudette as like a big phrase, because you know that's going to happen. Yeah, why doesn't that get thrown around anymore? It's kind of a fun word. You know, when did they use that as a phrase? What, dudettes? 90s? The, yeah, or late 90s. California 90s? Dudette? Really? Dudes and dudettes? Dudes and dudettes, man. Does is, is Wayne's World say that? Is that? Somebody says dudes and dudettes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do a part three, so we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anything else in this film that we missed? Or got nailed on the head? Oh, I don't, boy. I don't think so. Well, William's think... got nailed on the head a few times. <laughs> yeah, I was getting bugged by his, like, weird-ass smile. It was, like, all upper teeth. There's a lot of mouth. A lot of open mouth acting in that film from him. It was all just, like, his upper teeth. It was it was weird. He comments on that his hair is constantly changing throughout the whole film, which I didn't really notice. I, I kind of did, yeah. He says, he says it's Sometimes it's, like, very spiky, and sometimes very flat. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher was definitely wearing his, uh, that 70s show hair throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty obvious. Yeah, I'm sure their stylist cuts the same every day. It's not a big deal for him yeah. to have that same haircut. This has been hair talk. With <laughs> but it, it was. I was like, I could, I could dig that hairstyle. I just, I can't rock it at all. Ashton's or Sean's? A- Ashton's. I was like, I kind of digging it. Bring it back. Bring it back, man. I mean, it's, it's nice that you like have opinions, but I don't. Um. <laughs> oh, here it comes. <laughs> It's not for you, buddy. It's not for you. No, it's probably not. (laughs) Join us next time for our Christmas episode, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher, and rate, like, and subscribe to us on iTunes. And as always, check out whatremember.com.